0: Greetings from Las Vegas. Welcome to the EOG Sports Hour. John Kelly with you, filing a report for Saturday, September 9, third Saturday of the college football season, and we haven't yet seen the first Sunday of the NFL season, though we did see the start of the NFL season this past Thursday in Foxborough. The Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid and Alex Smith, they go into Foxborough and beat Belichick and Brady 42-27. Surprising result for some. New England an 8, 8.5, sometimes even a 9, 9.5 point dog. Some houses here in Las Vegas were protecting against teasers. I know Jerry's Nugget for most of the week had New England a a 9.5-point favorite, so I'm certain they locked up a lot of cash. Uh, The Kansas City Chiefs give credit to Alex Smith. He had a reputation for not being able to throw downfield. A dink and dunk guy. Uh, He hit on a lot of big plays downfield. He's got plenty of weapons. Love the tight end, Kelsey. Uh, Hill, uh, the outstanding scat back or wide receiver punt returner does it all little water bug out there and tough to tackle and the kansas city chiefs uh, open their season with a surprising win in new england i'm not a big football handicapper i mean i follow pro football i follow college football, but I wouldn't say I'm a professional when it comes to trying to gamble and win. I haven't had much success through the years. Oftentimes I'll win on Saturday and lose it back on Sunday, so the NFL I rarely play. Uh, Saturday college football I do enjoy. I try to limit my study. It's so overwhelming when you get a big full board of college football games, especially if you're looking at everything. The power five, the group of five, the extra game sometimes provides a your the uh, biggest advantage the extra games provide the biggest advantage for you but uh... you know i i pick my spots i follow uh... Others who follow it closely uh, don't follow them blindly, but I'll see what they're doing. One thing I've noticed about college football, the difference in class from the best to the worst, it's unlike any other sport, really. I guess college basketball would be similar, maybe even more so, with more teams in college hoops than college football. But you get my point. Uh, There's a lot of class handicapping at play, Uh, FCS uh, the FBS, the FCS, the Power Five, the Group of Five. And then there's divisions within the division as well. Uh, you look at certain conferences from top to bottom, and there's great disparities. One thing I like to look for when watching games, the effective tackling rarely is it talked about. It's hard to measure as well how effective a team tackles. Uh, you know, one thing about wagering, watching games, the point spread. Uh, from the point spread perspective is the broken play making something out of nothing. How do you categorize the broken play? I mean, if a defense is allowing a lot of broken plays, something's wrong for sure. I've got one college football selection on today's program, two MLB plays. Stay tuned for the trio of selections. Been going good, although last night I did make a play on the under in the Washington-Philadelphia game. Never had a chance. Uh, 11-10 was the final Washington defeat at Philadelphia as both starting pitchers blew up. It's always dangerous when when the dog contributes to the total. That's what happened yesterday. The Phillies hit the Nationals with a three spot in the top of the first inning, and uh, my under eight blew up quickly, but we'll get them back today, and it's the long haul that counts. It's the big picture, not the snapshot, so that's where I'm focused. Our friend Drink Your Milkshake, college football devotee, he's posting at ION Gaming. You want to read his stuff. He follows the sport closely from a gambling perspective. Uh, he oftentimes talks about being careful of high-profile games, the Oklahomas, Ohio States uh, matchups, the uh, the Stanford's and S- Southern Californias of the world. You know, just because they're on TV and in a big spot, and hyped all week. Be careful with those type of games. Georgia at Notre Dame, Utah at BYU, Iowa, Iowa State, Louisville, North Carolina. Everyone knows everything about those games. Pitt at Penn State is a rivalry game. Nebraska at Oregon is a featured game today. I'll go to. Uh, A Big Ten Max showdown for my play, Rutgers and Eastern Michigan. I'll get to that selection in just one moment. Also, uh, to supplement what Drink Your Milkshake says, uh, careful who you listen to. Uh, And just because they're on a pedestal doesn't mean that they're an authority. I saw David Pollock. Last week, talk about the Texas defense, that they would be the best in the Big 12. Look for the Longhorn defense to dominate this season. Uh, He he was hyping up the defensive coordinator, Todd Orlando. What did Texas do right out of the gate? They allowed Maryland to gain 263 yards, rushing 219 yards through the air and 51 points All told, Maryland upset Texas uh, last week 51-41. Pollock did not look good. Uh, The only person who looked worse than Pollock was the defensive coordinator, Todd Orlando. And, you know, always a lesson you know, careful who you listen to and, uh, and follow up on, on predictions too. Uh, track, uh, uh, certain predictions that are made. Uh, sometimes there are agendas behind those predictions. Sometimes they're just flat out wrong, but it doesn't mean I'm going to dismiss everything David Pollack says moving forward, but I will remember that prediction because it was a bold one and, uh, it was easy to follow as well. The, the Texas was playing that day. Also don't spread yourself too thin. That's, a uh, um, Another good maxim, if you're gambling on a daily basis, know what you know and, and know it well. It's better to know a hundred percent of 50 teams than 50 percent of a hundred teams. Now it's a little different in other sports. Uh, college football and college basketball are different breeds because there's just so much information. Hard to know everything. I like to be an information hog. In other sports, for me, the WNBA, I mean, it's a piece of cake to follow. 12 teams, 12 players, 12 teams, It's a short season, 34 games. You can know everything about every team. It's an easy follow. I would argue Major League Baseball if you're doing it at a high level. 30 teams all summer long, you've got a lot of time to study these teams. You get taken in a lot of games. You should know a lot about all 30 teams in Major League Baseball. The NFL, what's interesting about the NFL, you can know a lot about the NFL, uh, but because Uh, The market is so efficient, and there's so many eyeballs on the product, uh, and there's so much money being bet. Uh, You know, the NFL, you can know everything there is to know about the NFL and still not be able to win because you're not able to process the information uh, from a gambling perspective, and it's a tight marketplace as well. The trick in the NFL is people tend to overrate their knowledge. Uh, What is it about IQ? I believe 75% of the people think they're in the top 25%. Of the world in IQ, uh, you know everyone overrates their intelligence, uh, and and also there's the ignorance of eyesight too. You've got to be careful what you're watching. You don't want to jump to conclusions. Although that's tricky too, because uh, jumping to conclusions, you know, you want to be first in with a good opinion. Uh, so uh, go ahead and jump to conclusions if you have an experienced eye. But if you don't, it can really get you in trouble uh, You know, with knee-jerk reactions from one week to the next. Okay, let's get to selections. The first play, betting number 311 Eastern Michigan, plus six at Rutgers. That number is available only right now at CG Technology. Now, it's not a rogue number because at CG Technology, it's an all-you-can-eat uh, sports book. Uh, they're very generous with the limits, but... The widely available number is Eastern Michigan plus 5.5, so let's go ahead and document that. Betting number 311, Eastern Michigan plus 5.5 over Rutgers. Uh, last week, Eastern Michigan defeated Charlotte in easy fashion 24-7. Defense dominated for Eastern Michigan. In fact, the defense was getting stronger as the game was getting longer. Uh, Charlotte had no chance against EMU last out. Eastern Michigan comes off a bowl season. They were 7-6 and six last year, so credit the head coach, Uh, Creighton for the job he has done, Chris Creighton for the job he has done at Eastern Michigan. Uh, This is an important game, big picture, I think, for Eastern Michigan in terms of the trajectory of their program. MAC teams can defeat Big Ten teams, or at least can compete against Big Ten teams. They have in the past, although not Eastern Michigan. In the history of Eastern Michigan football, how about this? They're 0-38 against Big Ten teams, but this is their opportunity. Uh, Eastern Michigan is peaking. Rutgers, with that effort against Washington, a lot of people are going to give them credit for the home um, loss to Washington. Although if you watch that game, uh, sure, there were some good points about Rutgers football, greatly improved over last year's miserable team. But Rutgers did allow Washington to score score 27 unanswered points. And I'm not sure about the Rutgers quarterback, Kyle Bolin. I'll bet against him, against this uh, Eastern Michigan defense. Bolin is that Louisville transfer who lost his job to Lamar Jackson. Chris Ash is the head coach of for Rutgers, and hearing him interviewed. Jerry Kill is the new first-year offensive coordinator. Not impressed with either Ash or Kill. Remember, this is a Rutgers team that's just one year removed from the 39 nothing drubbing to Penn State, a 49 nothing loss to Michigan State, a 58 nothing loss to Ohio State, and a 78 nothing loss against Michigan. Now, granted, they were totally outclassed in those games, but I don't think there's a real gap between rutgers athletes and eastern michigan's athletes i also heard chris ash the rutgers head coach say we are incredibly thin so that might be something to look for later in the season but in a game where the total is in the low 50s a plus five and a half can easily kick in here i tempted i was tempted to play the under as well but only pulled the trigger with betting number 311 eastern michigan plus the points over rutgers grade me as you would like i've got eastern michigan plus six eastern michigan plus five and a half though is the widely available number you're listening to the eog sports hour john kelly with you on a saturday last chance to sign up for the uh, contest against eog contributor one we're giving uh eog contributors every week a chance to win 500 dollars cash to go head to head in the westgate super contest format against eog contributor one computer bob will be our first contestant out of the box. Thereafter, uh, we will qualify contributors with a weekly contest. It's free to join, free to register, easy to submit your five Westgate super contest selections in a thread, stickied in the main forum at eog.com, and you can participate. Again, if you post a winning record and superior to one, you'll win $500. If you go 5-0, and oh, regardless of uh, one's mark, you will win $1,000 cash. So a lot going on there. Uh, Qualify to go head-to-head with one uh, this week, uh, and you'll be the participant in week two. So best of luck there. Okay, let's get to baseball selections. Two under plays today. It's betting number 9, 13, 9, 14. Rockies and Dodgers under the total of 8. Lay a dollar five. Chad Bettis and Alex Wood. Wood's been good against the Rockies this season. Two starts, 2-0 with an ERA of 0. .75 in those two starts. Dodgers desperate for a win. Losers of 8 straight, 13 of 14. Really in a tank. And the reason the Dodgers are struggling is their bats have gone cold. The batting average during this losing streak, During this skid, I should say, the last two weeks, 195, their batting average, they've averaged about 2.3 runs per game since August 25th. We know what happened last night. Colorado defeated the Dodgers in surprising fashion 5-4 after the Dodgers led 4-1 after one inning. That game played more like an under uh, than an over. Things went quiet thereafter. Colorado did hit LA with a four spot in the fifth, and that was decisive. No runs scored in any other inning. Uh, The Dodgers didn't use uh, their outstanding bullpen last night, not the A team anyway, and I think Alex Wood will take uh, the Dodgers uh, and hold the Rockies uh, to, to limited runs through six or seven innings. Seeger and Bellinger are back for LA, but neither one looked good yesterday. Seeger was one for five, Bellinger 0 oh, for five. Uh, let's go, and it's an important game for the Rockies as they drive for a postseason berth. Dodgers and Rockies under the total of eight at Dodger Stadium tonight. Uh, That'll be one of two Major League Baseball totals. The other one is betting number 931-932 in interleague game, Giants and White Sox. Let's go under the total of nine. We have to lay a dollar ten this morning for that privilege. Uh, Shields and Samarja, the pitching matchup, both with past class. Uh, Shields, long past his prime. He's in his 12th year already, but Samarja should have some motivation here. He's making his first start on the south side of Chicago since leaving the franchise in 2015 as a free agent. Uh, and, uh, well, actually, yes. Uh, and Shields, interestingly enough, uh, he left... Uh, Kansas City is a free agent signed a big contract with the Padres, four years, $75 million. Boy, that's uh, a deal that's only good for James Shields, uh, not any other teams, really, because he's been subpar. Although I will give him credit. Uh, he has performed better in august if you look at his season to date numbers and his recent numbers shields has been a little bit better the last four or five starts samarja is always tough a whip of 1.14 the era is i think somewhat deceptive 9 and 12 on the season don't grade him on the one loss record either he's with the miserable san francisco giants he's always been good though he's a strikeout guy about a strikeout per inning 184 strikeouts and 183 innings pitched uh the I don't. Uh, the DH is in play here, but the White Sox don't even use the DH effectively. Yesterday, Tyler Saladino was the DH, hitting eighth in the lineup. The three, four, five hitters are a little dangerous for the White Sox: Abreu uh, and um, also Davidson, the third baseman. Garcia is their cleanup hitter, but uh, against the right-hander Samarja, they could be compromised. So the best. Uh, they're betting number 931, 932, under the total of 9. Let's quickly recap. the. Oh, and I would be remiss if I did not mention the Cleveland Indians and what they are doing uh, here uh, late in the season. Winners of 16 straight games. It, during that 16-game winning streak, they've outscored opponents 114-28. to 28. I mentioned the Dodgers and their struggles, and the reason is the lack of offense. The reason Cleveland is is their pitching they've been unbelievable during this 16 game winning streak the cleveland indians pitching staff has surrendered only 28 runs longest winning streak in major league baseball history the winning streak 1935 cubs had 21 in a row cleveland at 16 and counting and we'll see if they approach those numbers the longest winning streak in baseball in 15 years it's getting to be the story of the season uh, Well, I would say two stories. The Dod, well, I guess the Dodgers would be the team. You know, the fact that they excelled so uh, brilliantly early in the season, now struggling. I I would say that's the number one story. But here, the Cleveland winning streak of sixteen straight, longest winning streak in fifteen years, as mentioned. Uh, Oakland uh, in two thousand two Moneyball had twenty straight victories, and remember, they're doing this. The Indians are doing this without. Michael Brantley on the field without Jason Kipnis. And uh, Andrew Miller still not available for that Cleveland bullpen. So to recap, have pen and paper ready. Here are the three selections. Betting number 311 Eastern Michigan plus 5.5 over Rutgers. Betting number 913, 914. Rockies and Dodgers under the total of 8. Lay a dollar 5. Betting number 931, 932. Giants, White Sox under the total of of nine lay a dollar ten that'll do for saturday back sunday morning taking a look at week one in the national football league thanks for listening to the eog sports hour and don't forget tomorrow wnba playoffs are back liberty a five point favorite over the mystics i lean to the dog haven't bet it yet thanks for listening